0: You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hey, fam, it's Mr. You. Please enjoy this short perspective specifically for your ears. It won't take long, but it will certainly hit strong keeping it all the way short, the right weapon for the right time. Okay, guys, I need you to visualize today. We're gonna to use your imaginations for this scenario, okay? So blot out all the distraction that you can, I want you to focus in, and let's see if we can get something out of this today, okay? So, what if you were in a room full of people? People that you know, People you don't know quite well. And everyone had a weapon in their hand. Let's say it's a staff or even a sword. Either one is fine, right? In order to be in this room, you must have a weapon. It's almost like a ticket. It comes with the uniform, so to speak. It's a prerequisite. You must have either your staff or your sword, okay? They all seem similar, but some of them were personalized. Some might have special features, Certain kinds of innovation that make them unique, but at the end of the day, they're made specifically for you Now, there's a lot of hustle and bustle going on a lot of conversations, a lot of movement, a lot of greeting and meeting So in a distraction, many people lift their staffs or swords in corners as they begin to talk and converse with the people in the groups Many people, including you, as the groups begin to disperse, you pick up what appears to be your staff or your sword Months later, you find yourself in a position where you have to use it. You're in trouble. You need your weapon. But you realize that the one you have in your hand is somebody else's and not the one that was given to you. In short, you picked up the wrong weapon. I did a talk on this recently and used this reference there as well. But there's nothing worse than being in war and realize that your weapon Is of an inferior product Substandard in some way And not the one that you've been given The one that you've been entrusted with What do you do when you're faced with a battle And you're unprepared What do you do when you're in conflict But you don't have the tools you need To overcome this I want to talk a little bit about that today It's not hard To pick up the wrong sword When you are Habitually prone to putting your sword down So to speak Many people around us today Maybe they're friends of yours Maybe they're just acquaintances They'll be quick to say You know what a sword is a sword Doesn't really matter They're all the same They do the same thing They all cut But all weapons are not equal Put it like that We are in war times right now. I know that that's a reference that people might not totally understand. Don't go to your news app or turn on your television to try to find out if we're at war. I'm not talking about that kind of war that the media will talk about. I'm talking about the other one that the media will not discuss. We're in spiritual war times. Not peace times. When you're in peace time, even in the Literal way, in the in literal sense. When you're in peace times, you relax, you work, you put your feet up and watch TV, you go to the store, you go play golf, you go driving around in your car. You do things in peacetime. In wartime, you're always prepared, you're ready. You have your uniform on, you have all your weapons, you present yourself before the master chief or your commanding officer, get your instructions. And you go to your posts and you do what soldiers do. You don't get caught up in what's going on on TV and in the media. You follow your instructions from your commanding officer. That's what you do when you're in war times. When you're in peace times, you're not following the instructions of a commanding officer per se. You're kind of doing your own thing. You're almost a free agent to a degree. You don't have as many instructions. You don't have as many mandates. You don't have any posts you have to stand at. You don't have your compatriots fighting alongside of you in battle. It's a more relaxed atmosphere in comparison. But if we learn anything from today's times, we should be remain. We should remain prepared at all times. Specifically because we're not at peace. We're at war, and the battle rages every day. And lives are lost And souls are condemned By the decisions that are made By the life choices that are made By the circumstances that we put ourselves in Or we're put in One of my favorite passages of all time Is Matthew 25 It talks about the parable of the ten virgins I laugh and I think about How it's one of my favorites Because I'm like What do me and ten virgins have in common? Not much But in this case There is a commonality here The theme of this parable You read yourself Matthew 25 The theme of this parable Is that we should always be prepared Because you never know When you're going to need To be at a certain place That's been pre-assigned for you You never know when you're going to get that call That call to action You prepare yourself every day because you never know when that call is going to come. You don't sleep on the job. You don't forget to get up early and take care of your business. You never know when that call is going to come. So you're always ready. You always have enough oil in your lamp because you never know when that call is going to come. In a lot of ways, that's just like life. We should always be prepared because we never know when that day is going to come that we have to use the tools we've been preparing for all this time. The tools we have been preparing with all of this time. We never know when that's going to happen. We got to be ready at all times. I love the story of David in his encounter with Goliath. I shared this a time or two as well recently, but it ministered to me a lot because David was in a situation where he was filled with the boldness of God and no fear of the nine-foot-nine-inch-tall tall Goliath who was blaspheming God and his armies and just saying all kinds of preposterous things. And David was nowhere near able to match him physically or in many other ways. He was completely outmatched if you look at things at face value. If he saw things at face value, excuse me. But although he was young and experienced, he was ready to go into battle. I don't know what he was thinking in that moment, but I know that the king of that time was Saul. And Saul attempted to give him his sword, his shield, his armor. But as you already know, because you've probably read or heard this before, his armor didn't fit. His sword was too heavy for David. It fit Saul, although he didn't use it in that moment for various reasons. It didn't fit him. His brothers were also on the battlefield and had been for a total of about 40 days before this happened. They had swords and shields and armor, but never used them once. David was the only one among them all who was not experienced in battle but was ready to fight. But the tools that he was given by Saul who would eventually be the one he would give his throne to didn't fit. It didn't fit. It wasn't the one personalized for him. All those times that David was in in the sheep herd, fighting off dangerous, hungry, ravenous wolves and bears and lions who would get their fill if they ate all those sheep. And even David as well, fighting for not only his own life, but for the life of the sheep. What was the weapon that he used? He didn't use a shield, he didn't use an armor. He also didn't even use a sword. He used a staff. Maybe even a slingshot and some stones, but he didn't use a sword, nor shield, nor armor. The weapons that brought him to the dance were the ones that he used to fight. He couldn't, he tried to pick up the wrong sword, but it was too much for him. I think we're the place in this day and time that we have the wrong staff. We don't have the one that we were given. We have the wrong sword. Somebody gave it to us with good intentions, I'm sure. But it wasn't the one that we needed. It wasn't the one that's going to help us win the battle. I don't know where you left your weapon. Go find it. Toss aside that inferior product you have in your hands right now. And go and get the one that's been given to you. The one personalized just for you. The one with the special features and options made specifically for your hands. And get your weapon. Get off of your couch. Get away from the social media and the television. And get back into the game. Get back onto the battlefield and fight. I guarantee you're going to win. We're keeping it all the way short. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course... If you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find "They Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.